Welcome to Dental Brain Crops. I'm your host, Chelsea Myers, and this really is the highlight of my week doing this show, and today is no exception. I'm joined with Brian Kaleo, who I have immense respect and appreciation for. Brian, welcome to the show. Chelsea, thank you so much for having me here. Um, this is just a real pleasure to be here and talk to your audience today. Yeah, thank you. So you're the director of the DSO industry group at Dykema. Um, if you could just tell me, like, who exactly do you service? Yeah, you know, uh, we, we service um, group practices, dental DSOs, dental service organizations. We do uh, represent a couple, you know, solo practices as well. And basically anybody that is going to have any type of affiliation with the DSO industry, whether you're going to affiliate, you're going to sell, you know, your practice, uh, whether you're, we're representing a DSO that's going to buy practices, we represent lenders in the space, we represent organizations that want to set up regulatory compliant DSOs, and pretty much anything that can affect a DSO group practice or a large solo practice. You know, I have 50 attorneys that work for me here, and that's what we do in our group. Yeah, thank you. And, you know, you and your team have been instrumental even in some of my own transactions. And so you're an easy and um, confident referral that I like to give. But when we say the word DSO, that can be a little bit daunting yeah. for people, depending on where they're at in that process. And so could you just tell me what is a DSO? No, that's, that's really where we have to begin because there's so much misinformation in the marketplace. And some people, like a lot of consultants, we won't mention them on your phone, but, you know, people that are well-known <laughs> consultants, if you go on LinkedIn and you look them up and they got a following and podcasters and people, they really don't know. I mean, I listen to some of the stuff they say and I get a little, it's scary. They don't fully understand. <laughs> And DSO. So a DSO is a dental service organization, sometimes a dental support organization. Basically, it provides non-clinical administrative support services to dental practices that are 100% owned by licensed dentists. So the next question always is, well, why? Like, why you need something like that? Well, you need mm -hmm. something like that because if non-dentists want to participate in the dental industry, the only way they can do it is through um, a DSO. And why do non dentists want to participate and why are there billions and billions of dollars flowing into the dental space because dentistry is proven to be recession proof and pandemic proof now and is one of the most successful segments of the economy so the non-dentists have all the money I mean you know all the billion the PE funds the private equity funds and all the other investors that's really I mean relatively speaking if you compare individual dentists that used to buy dental practices versus massive private equity groups you know, the private equity groups and the non-dentists have all the money and the only way they can participate in this extremely, you know, white hot dental marketplace is through a DSO. So the, the relationship, of course, is contractual. Um, a DSO enters into a management agreement and other contracts with dental offices that are 100% owned by licensed dentists, and that allows non-dentists to participate in the dental industry and allows for above market returns. I mean, here's the thing. When the whole world suddenly can bid on a dental office instead of just a licensed dentist in the state where the practice is, the turns skyrocket and you get what where we are now Chelsea the most explosive M&A marketplace in the 27 years I've been an attorney we're in the most explosive M&A marketplace in dentistry I've ever seen 
And what is motivating that? Because the multiples are incredibly impressive right now. Competition is motivating. I mean, I mean, it's a simple, you know, uh, one of the most uh, Chelsea simplest rules of economics, supply and demand and competition. And there is an incredible amount of competition because there's an incredible party going on in dentistry. It's recession proof. It's pandemic proof. All the non-dentists want to participate in this party. So they're competing with each other. And that competition is driving up these prices. Wow. Wow. Okay. So let's say I'm a dentist and I'm trying to figure out, okay, this DSO thing sounds really interesting to me. How do I know when to take that next move and what is that next move for me? Yeah. So a couple things on that. First, you know, uh, this is the wave of the future, right? Um, the industry is about just under 40% consolidated with the existing practices being affiliated with DSOs. In the next 10 years, that's probably going to go up to 80% because, again, the there is just an incredible amount of investment money being deployed and the um, multiples of EBITDA that are being paid on practices mm -hmm. are the highest they've ever been. So you just see the industry consolidating at a record pace. So that is the wave of the future. So if you're a solo, you have a couple choices. You can affiliate with the DSO right now, basically sell the assets of your practice for a multiple of EBITDA and you can stay on. Uh, you know, when we say exit, it doesn't necessarily mean that you leave if there's dentists listening here that are in their 30s 40s and 50s you know you're gonna stay involved you're just going to take some money off the table and probably get what's called rollover shares so if you sell your practice for a million dollars six hundred thousand will go to cash at closing four hundred thousand will be reinvested in shares in the organization going forward and when they sell in three to five years, you'll participate. And, you know, the rollover interest is worth usually a lot more than the cash you get at closing. So these are tremendous opportunities for solo practices. The best thing you can do right now is grow your EBITDA, earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, amortization. It's the standard by which practices are valued. There's a lot of things you can do. You know, look at your payer mix, you know, for one, um, look at your overhead, make certain modifications you know, sort of to your overhead, maximize your specialty revenue, you know, a lot of different things you can do in your office to try to increase your EBITDA, but that should be your goal if you're a solo. Whether you're not going to sell for many years or you're looking to do something in the near future, you need to maximize your EBITDA because that's how the value of your practice will be measured. Yeah, which doesn't necessarily mean number of practices. Oh, no. It means... Yeah. The most profitable thing you can do, Chelsea, is close an office. If it's not profitable, you know, if you've got $2 million of EBITDA, for I'll give two examples if we have a second. I mean, two real illustrated yeah. examples. The first one is you have a $2 million practice, okay? And this is an EBITDA example. And it takes $1.8 million to operate that $2 million practice. What is your EBITDA? $200,000. Now you've got a $1 million practice and it takes $600,000 to operate that practice. What is the EBITDA? $400,000. What have we learned? The $1 million practice is twice as valuable as the $2 million practice. So this is why we've got to use EBITDA, you know, as the measuring stick, not gross revenue. You know, th that's a very, very important, you know, distinction, you know, when we're sort of valuing, you know, these organizations, you know, in the marketplace. 
Yeah. Okay. So, so let's say that that's in place. EBITDA is looking good. And now I'm deciding, okay, I, I think that I want to do something. Else. I want to grow. Um, what, where do I go from here? Do I now get my paperwork in order? Do I find my partner? Do I team up with an existing DSO? What do I do? Yeah. I mean, you know, if you feel like you're ready to go to market and you want to explore affiliating with DSOs, it's fairly easy to do. I mean, you know, there's lots of lots of DSOs. You can go to a lot of conferences and be introduced to, you know, DSOs. They have business development uh, departments um, that, you know, you can reach out and they'll be, you know, usually very interested in talking to you, you know, in your office. If not, you can certainly hire a broker or an iBanker to market your practice. They'll know everywhere to go. And, um, you know, somebody will give you an offer based on your EBITDA. You know, if, if you get a, like where we say a multiple, if you get five times EBITDA and your EBITDA is 200,000, that's a million dollars. I mean, that's, that's very simply how these things are valued. Yeah. Excellent. And so you talk about these conferences and you've got one coming up. In fact, I was at, I was at your, I don't know if it was your first or second one back in Dallas and they've just exploded. Even then it was amazing, but now they've just exploded. There's fireworks, there's all kinds of things going on. And so you've got one coming up, um, July 13th through the 15th, Colorado Rockies at the Gaylord. Um, tell me about that event. Yeah, no, we don't like to talk about the first one, Chelsea. You were there. I think you maybe like number two. The first one we had like forty-two people. Even number two, I, I don't. I don't even think we hit seventy-five. It was a good event. Yeah. You know, well, you well, were there, and I always have appreciated that, and you know, and, and really, it meant a lot. Everybody that came back in those days. But now you're right. We get fifteen hundred people there. It's the event of the year. You know, this year, for example, it's July thirteenth through fifteenth in Denver. You can go to Dykema com and get the information. We're not quite sold out yet. 1,500 will be our cap. I checked this morning. We were like 1,300. So there's room for a couple hundred more people, you know, to maybe sign up. But, you know, we're, we're having a laser drone show. We've got Lindsey Vaughn, the Olympic Hall of Fame skier, is going to be speaking. Uh, Tom Izzo, the Michigan State NCAA champion coach, will be speaking. We've just got incredible content over a couple days. Woman in DSO. I know a lot lot of your audience are women, Chelsea, a woman in DSO is having their velocity event there. I serve on that board of directors. So there are terrific opportunities for women in dentistry to get involved. It's just an overall great event. And I know you're coming. I'm, I'm going to be really excited to see you in person as well. Yeah, thank you. I'm excited to see you as well. You know, what I love about these events is what we try to do in business is minimize um, the number of times that we're reactive in our businesses and try and be very proactive with our strategy. And when you get a whole bunch of experts in the same place, the giants of dentistry, um, you just have access to so much knowledge and wisdom for free in that one space. Eh, free. Well, yeah, but, I mean, for a modest whatever, I mean, we don't make any money. Right, Legend, right. Man, some <laughs> events, they do, it's become like a money-making thing. We're a law firm. We never make money on this event. So I, I don't know what we charge, six or $700. So, yeah, you got to pay that to get in. But other than that, yeah, all this stuff is for free. If you were to try to, like, flag down all these resources on your own, you'd easily right. many times, you know, what we're talking about, you know, to attend uh, the event. And, you know, I would just say this, anybody that wants to sell their practice and doesn't quite know enough about the marketplace, I will make this promise. If you come to our event, and nobody has to, but if you want to sell and you come to our event, you will leave with introductions to 
you know, minimum five, six, seven, eight potential buyers. If you do that, it's it's that you know we draw from that audience. So anybody that maybe doesn't quite understand the market or what the next step is, where to go, you know, come to this event and we'll make sure you get introduced to the right people. Yeah, thank you. I love that. And it, if and at minimum, just illuminate the path that you yeah. think you want to go down. I'll answer a lot of questions. Either it's going to be for you, or you're going to yeah, right. figure something else out while you're there. I mean, sometimes nobody has to sell that's listening here. But if you're wondering what is my practice worth, what would the value, what would somebody pay in the marketplace for it, and what do they have to offer? I mean, it's it's the job of these buyers. They're happy to make an offer on it. Not everybody's going to be interested, but they're very very happy to do that. And I think you know. If you're at that point, you should at least test the market. Be educated as to what the value of your organization is now, even if you ultimately decide not to do something for a while. Yeah, absolutely. Because contrary-wise, you might meet someone who's um, been and done right where you're at and can help you grow to the point that you want to grow to and keep hang on to your organization, whatever is of sure. interest to you. Plus, you get a baseline, right? Because the market is so explosive right now. You know, a lot of your listeners might get several offers, and it's helpful to get a couple baselines. Say, all right, this yes. organization's going to pay, you know, I don't know a million and a half dollars for my practice. So when this other person offers a million, I'm gonna laugh in their face. When this other person offers two million, I'm like, oh, well, you know, that's actually pretty good. You know, you have a baseline, you know, and you understand how your organization is being valued. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. Well, thank you so much, Brian. This has been a lot of fun. I can't wait to see you. I'm really excited for the event. Is there anything else that you want to share with our audience before we close out? No, I mean, just it's, it's really good to see you, Chelsea. And my honor sort of to be here. If anybody ever has any questions about group practices, DSOs, or your options in the marketplace, you know, obviously I can be found at dicomadso.com, Brian Kaleo. You don't have to hire me. I, this is what I do for a living. I love <laughs> educating people. I'm now teaching at a dental school so I about the business of dentistry so I just love meeting people and answering questions so if I can ever do anything for anybody I'm real happy to do it thank you thank you so much Brian all right take care I appreciate you joining me for today's episode be sure to rate review and subscribe to the show and visit dentallife.coach for access to additional coaching tools as well as more episodes to help you create the dental life you truly desire.